Join us each week as Andrew, Ray, and others bring us in on one of their weekly phone conversations with an amazing agent. This is Little Oak Weekly. Okay. Hello, everybody. I am about to get Jennifer Field on the line. I love talking to Jennifer because she's a hard on her sleeve kind of gal, and she's always got absolutely tremendous ideas, and she's got great energy. So let's uh, let's dial her up here and see what kind of wisdom we can get out of her today. Hey, Andrew. Hey, Jay Field. What's going down? We are we are live, my sister. We are recording. Awesome. Yeah, thanks for doing this. Hey, uh, before we before we dig into uh, the meat of your brain, I, I got to get you to talk to me about something because I want to check your audio levels. Okay. So maybe you know, don't sing me a song, but just start talking. <laughs> well, uh, what I can tell you is that I just lo- uploaded my pick for my uh, season's pass to Hemlock. Oh, yes. So when does, and you're going skiing this week, right? For the first time? I'm going, uh, yeah, we're going up on Thursday. There's supposed to be a 25 centimeter snowfall tomorrow. Amazing. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Cool. So you're, uh, I can officially say your levels are good. And you and I ended up in what, a 45 minute phone conversation or no, no phone conversation on skiing. You're a, you're a passionate skier, a very passionate skier. Passionate, yes. Good. Well, that could be debated, but very passionate, yes. <laughs> so how many times are you going to ski over the holiday season? Uh, I probably won't go much over the holidays just because we'll have the kids. Maybe we'll take them up a couple of times. But uh, the my goal this year is to get up on the mountain at least 15 times. Um, so we'll see. Last year I got about nine in. Um, so, yeah, we'll I'll try to get out about 15 times. And yeah, we'll see how it goes. Nice. Okay. So uh, I gave you the the high level on what I wanted. Well, I, I told you why I was calling. I said, hey, I want to talk to you about 2021 planning and what you're up to and what you're thinking. And um, you responded to me and said you wanted to talk about what you were planning for lead generation. Is that right? Yeah, kind of. It's kind of more about um, how I plan my lead generation out. Um, not about what I'm going to be doing for lead generation, but just how I plan to kind of, uh, I guess, set my goals around it and track it for the year. So, yeah, go ahead. Well, I I want to hear you talk about that. So I just had a question come up. I'm wondering, are you talking lead generation then within your existing database or what do you mean by lead generation? Yeah, so um, as you know, um, I'm a... I'm pretty heavy into Buffini. It's like my jam. You've taken the um, pill. Oh, buddy. Yeah. Like I have the whole, have the whole bottle of pills. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's good. So I, um, so usually every year it would have been this week that I would go down to Seattle and I meet with a girlfriend of mine who's also a Buffini realtor out of Portland. And her and I meet for two nights and we debrief our year and we work on our goal setting for the next year and we drink some gin and you know, whatever. So, Got it. Um, yeah. So that's normally what happens now, given COVID we're doing it separately this year. So it's yeah. one of the things that I'm working on this week prior to kind of finishing and wrapping up for the holidays. So how I set it up is 
I look at, as, you know, as I debrief my, you know, 2020 and I look at, okay, what did I do? And, and not so much from the perspective of what, what were like, not looking at how many transactions I did or what my dollar volume was or my income or anything like that, but looking more at how many, so as a Buffini follower, Buffiniite, mm-hmm. I'm looking at how many voice to voice contacts did I make and how many face-to-face contacts did I make? Hmm. How much did I get myself in front of people or make phone calls and that? Now, obviously this year was a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and to set up this system, you know, you have to be tracking prior to getting to this point, right? So I'm really diligent about tracking the phone calls that I'm making and the pop buys that I'm doing and the lunches that I'm having and coffees and all that kind of stuff. So I look at all of that and I go, okay, well, what did I do? And then how do those numbers correlate to the deals that I did? Because, you know, I want to know what is it going to take for me to turn a phone call into a paycheck, sure. right? So how many phone calls do I have to make to get a referral? How many referrals do I have to get to close a deal? So I end up looking at all those ratios and because I have it all tracked. And then I look at, okay, what was my income level? What was my dollar volume? What were my expenses for last year? How much money do I need to make? What's my tax rate? I look at all those things and break it all down. And um, and then I end up coming up with, okay, based on my, like whatever I want to make for next year, whatever that, you know, income, net income goal looks like, I can mm-hmm. add on what my taxes are and all that. So then that brings me down to how many um, voice-to-voice and face-to-face I, face-to-face I have to make in a year. So from that point, I then... <laughs> Hold on, hold on. Let me, I want to, you've just said a mouthful. I want to dissect. I don't want to stop you. I want to keep going, but I want to dissect a few things. So your, the, the activities that you track, like your phone calls, your face to face, the, 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 those are the things that you call your lead gen activities. Is that right? Because you know, that's what leads to, um, sales and revenue. Is that, is that accurate? 100%. 100%. So I don't do any advertising. I don't have any bus benches, although I've been on a bunch in my previous time in real estate. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know how else to say that. Yeah. <laughs> Love you, Ben Hardy. <laughs> but a uh, little shout out to Ben. But um, but no, I don't uh, like I don't do anything else outside of work Buffini system. Like I don't I don't advertise. I don't I'm not in the newspaper. Um, I don't farm an area. Not saying that's not valuable. It's just not what I. It's not, not what you want. It's not what you want to do. It, yeah, it's not, it's, what it's I not I your style. Do. Totally. No, no I get it's it. not my style. I'm for me personally. I'm a super relational person. Um, and also, what plays into it for me is I have two small kids that you know I want to be there for. I work four days a week. Um, I have a nanny in that comes in four days a week. Obviously, you know my husband is around, and you know I'll boogie off on a Saturday to show a house or whatever. Sure. But for the most part, it's four days a week from nine to five is what I work. So I'm not looking to just meet up with some random somebody up in the back of mission to show them a house. Yeah. Like, and so yeah, thing. you're specific about the way you do your business because when you do a more broader style of marketing, there's a greater likelihood that a random stranger is going to call you as a result of the Mm -hmm. marketing, but then that can lead to a more uncontrolled schedule in your experience. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's, that's great. Different structure, different folks. And this works for you. 100%. Yeah. So yeah, so that's those, so the voice, like the phone calls and the Popeyes, those are my lead gen activities. That is what I consider lead generation. And the thing that the greatest part about it for me personally, I think is that it's something that I can control. 
So Mm -hmm. having, you know, having been in the business for long enough to have been through some really, you know, boom markets and really bust market. Um, you know, one of the things like I've just gotten really clear on what in this business can I control? Because Mm -hmm. I can't control, I mean, I can write 16 deals and they can all fall apart, which has happened many years. Right. And, and you're like, Oh man. And you're basing your success on how many deals you're doing and you have no control over home inspections or financing or any of those things, right? Outcomes versus outcomes versus activities, right? Uh, Totally. That's what you're saying. Your lead, your lead versus your leg indicator. So my, my lead generation are my lead indicators. I can control my lead indicators. I can't control my leg one indicators. I can't control the dollar volume of houses that I sell, whether it be a $280,000 townhouse or a $1.5 million house somewhere. Right. Sure. But, but yeah, so I really focus on what, what are my lead indicators? And that's all calls and Popeyes hmm. and notes, right. But calls and Popeyes for what I'm tracking. So from that point, I don't know if you're ready for me to move on from that. No, no, no. I, yeah. So you know what, here's the thing. You, some of this stuff is so second nature that you rattle it off and to you, it's just like no big deal, but I want to make sure we pull the nuggets out as you're talking. Cause there's a lot of, there's a lot of good stuff in there. The other, what I do want to hear about, and maybe we'll go there after your next thought is because you're replacing your Seattle trip. I want to know, like, actually, what are you physically doing when you sit down and go through these processes? Um, what practically are you writing down or thinking about? How are you comparing 2020 to 2021? And then what things are you tweaking, if anything at all? Okay. Um, but go to your okay, next, so, you, you go whatever direction yeah. you want. Yeah, for sure. So the next, so from the point at which I've kind of, you know, broken down, what's my annual voice to voice and face to face number that I want to hit? Yeah. Um, you know, once I've gotten that, then I break it down. I break my year down into quarters. So I only focus on three months at a time. And because with the cycles of the real estate market, we typically end up doing, so so I'm going to go through this slowly because I kind of, like you say, rattle it off. So (laughs) (laughs) so in Q1 and Q4, so quarter one and quarter four, so January through March and October, November, December, Uh we usually end up doing 15% of our business. So this is, is that, hold on, cycle. is that, is that Jennifer field or is that the market no, on average you're saying? That's the market on average. So 15, one, five, one, five, wow, basically okay. the cycles of the market. Typically you're doing your most business, like you're doing the most deals in the spring and fall market. Sure. Right. Yeah. So Q2 and Q3. Totally. Right. So based on that, that's how I work my lead generation hmm. and my income goals. So I'll just so I'll just speak to lead gen right now sure. and just know that income and dollar volume are the reverse of this. So in the first quarter of the year, I'm going to work to do 35% of my lead generation. Okay. In the second quarter, I'm going to do 15% of my lead gen because now I'm going to be busy showing houses and writing deals and I can't be like, oh my God, I'm going to get those Popeyes out. Ah. Got right? like, it. Like, okay. I'm following. I'm, I'm dropping down. Yep. Then in Q3, same thing, 15% of my lead gen. Yeah. And then back up to 35 again in Q4. Okay. That's very intelligent. Got it. So, so, and so in the flip of that, when I'm, ba- when I'm, when I'm working out what I want to make in a year or what I want, like what my net income wants to all, and I get my growth income. Now I'm going to take, so I work in a, I work out of a full focus planner. It's called, it's uh, like a paper planner. 
Really? You're not letting yeah. go of that paper, eh? You just they can't get it out of your hands? No, buddy. I was I had I was not I was not paper for a long time. And then I came across this planner from a really close friend of mine. She's a realtor in Salt Lake City. Uh-huh. And she uses it and also a gallon of Chilliwack. And I was like, yo, tell me about this planner. So it's a quarterly planner. And um I love it because I keep like and I don't know, I'm sure this is like this for all of us, but I can speak to being a woman, a mother, somebody that runs the house, um, runs a business, like all these things. I have many open loops in my life. Huh. Like, okay, get the rest of that Christmas shopping done. Wrap all of the presents. Buy the potatoes. You know, yeah. finish up my lead gen for the year. Close yeah. out that deal. Did I get a paycheck on that? Like all these different things, right? What about giving so, your husband a back rub? Is that one of the loops too? Or? <laughs> I get That's a really rub. important <laughs> loop, by the way. I, you should write that down in your planner. Hey, bud, I get the back rub. <laughs> anyway, so, so moving on. <laughs> he, um, he, okay, I got to get off of that topic. Oh, yeah. Um, move on, move on. <laughs> moving on. The, so it helps me to just brain dump into my planner. Yeah, I got all it. there in front of me. I am a box ticker. I love lists. I'm an organizer by nature. Um, and I love to just tick things off and it, for it to be out of my head. So I use my planner. Hmm. So all my appointments are in my phone, but everything in my life is in my planner. So then within that, there's a thing called rolling quarters. And that's where I can keep track of everything that I'm doing from quarter to quarter and month to month. Wow. So, yeah. So it's, it's quite a system. Like it's quite, for somebody that's not an organizer, like it's funny because my sweet bestie, Wendy, 4CA, mm-hmm. her and I talk about these things and she's like, Wendy's not this like Wendy does Wendy kills it in real estate obviously uh-huh. I would love to be Wendy when I grow up uh-huh. um but this is not her style like she's like nope this is what I want to do for the year and then she just goes out and kills it and does it right uh-huh. Uh-huh. and I'm like okay listen we need a week <laughs> like, right I want like you know and I and the thing of it too for me is that I do all this planning and I set out my intention and I am I'm very committed to it and I'm very unattached to it it's going to be what it's going to be at the end of the year. But it, but I work towards, you know, having these as kind of milestones and my ideal year, if you will. Okay. So can I ask a question or two? Yeah. So you're looking right now, you're looking ahead at quarter one, 2021. Yeah. And you know, it yeah. based on, you know, your philosophy, you know, you need to do 35% of your lead gen in quarter one. Yeah. So what are you, are you then just writing all those activities down on a three month schedule and following those to a T or how are you getting from concept to implementation uh, right. in, in that time frame? So when you were in my office yesterday, remember Tiffany and I were in there and we had yes. all the papers all over the, so there I was do. stuff everywhere out on the desk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it looked really good and organized, but there was stuff everywhere. <laughs> So that's one of the things that, so as I sit down to look over 2021, what I want to do is the other thing about me and about Buffini is that he does something called a heritage profile. Yeah, and I love, I still mine, have mine. I, I did that right? in 2007 Yeah, and I listened to it not that long ago. It's a very cool thing to go through. It's, and It's the coolest thing. Dave Bawa, I know you're going to be listening to this. This is what I told you this morning to get done. Bawa's just joined Buffini, praise the Lord. Oh, awesome. And uh, Bawa's life's going to be changed forever, but. The, the, the personality profile or heritage, they, they call it heritage profile. Is that right? Heritage profile. Yeah. That is an awesome, awesome thing. So sorry, keep 100%. going on that. I interrupted. Yeah, no, it's all good. So my, the, my top attribute is free spirit. 
So like a little side note for me is I've been fired from every job I've ever had. I quit school in grade nine. Really? Um, I, I ended up graduating, but I graduated on correspondence or what would be considered virtual school today. Um, I, yeah, like I just, I don't do well. Like I'd rather work an 80 hour week than work a 40. Like I don't do well and show up at this time and leave at that time. Right. That's why real estate's so wonderful for me because one of the, one of my biggest definitions of success, like my number one definition of success is how much power do I have over my time? Hmm. That's really good. Am I, am I going away when I want? Am I taking Fridays off with my kids? Am I, you know, like my kids don't often go to school on Fridays. So that's like our day. Like I'm like, you're in grade one, you'll be fine. Like we'll draw circles at home, you know? Uh So, so that's a huge thing for me. Um, so now I've lost my train of thought as I've gone down the heritage heritage profile. (laughs) You were, what was your main thing? You said creative. No, what was it? Free spirit. Free spirit. You, nobody can tell Jennifer what to do. You have to have command of your time. (laughs) You need to be able, (laughs) you need to be able to say how you want to say things because that's your style. Yeah. I lost it. You were asking Shoot. about setting up the year. Yeah. Hmm. So let's let's just circle back to that. Maybe I'll come back to you. So okay. I wanted to say, how do you get from concept on your paper? Oh. Go right. ahead. You yep. got it. Okay. So so when we were working in the office yesterday, Tiffany and I, I have certain things that I love to do every year. Like I have certain lead gen activities, certain top fives that like really just like fill my heart with joy. Like I love like every... At the end of every January, early February, I deliver to my entire database, Tiffany mm. and I do, um, uh, windshield washer fluid. And like, it's the stupidest little thing, but like at that time of year when the roads are dry and the sun's out and it's all shitty, everybody needs it. It's like, extremely practical. You, yeah. It's so practical. And some realtors get really like, oh, $20 Popeyes and this, that, and that, and all things. And I'm like, I just want, like, I always work to keep my Popeyes under like five bucks. Uh-huh. Something that really works or is that super fun? So as I worked, as I look at 2021, I kind of put in the big highlights of my year, like the big, the big pop by campaigns that I want to do uh-huh. throughout the year. But this is where the heritage profile comes in. It's being a free spirit. I also keep a lot of it open because I want to be in, I want to take inspired action throughout the year. I can't uh-huh. do something in my business that I'm not really excited about. Yeah. And the more excited I am, the more it feeds into my clients. And they're like, oh my God, we can't wait to come. Hmm. Like, you know, it's like just this. So I work to, um, and this has been something that I've honed over the years because for so long, it's like, you know, I feel like I have to have it perfect. I have every detail scheduled out. And like, no, don't do that. Wait for something to come along that you're like, oh my God, hand warmers, brilliant. Yeah. And And then you give hand warmers out in November or whatever, something that, you know, it's just small. It's not about the dollar value, dollar value of the item. It's so much about you getting in front of your clients and sharing that, you know, time and love and whatever with them, right? Like, I mean, I show up when, when, okay. So when the office, when you guys did the pop by, as you would. Like, you mean like last, when we did our Christmas gifts? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. As I, I mean, I called them pop by, but sure. when I heard, I'm, I'm in my kitchen and I hear this bang, bang, bang on the front door. I'm like, <laughs> Frickity frack, not like that. And I go and I, I look out the side window and there's David Rochelle. And it was just like, just like this, like overwhelming joy. Like I opened the door, I swore at him. It was like the cutest <laughs> thing. And I was so excited to see him. It was like 10 o'clock in the morning or something. I'm like, do you want to come in for a gin? Like I just wanted to come in and hang out so bad. He's like, I can't come in. Like, COVID. I'm like, I got all these off to do. And I was like, oh, but I just, and it just really, it made me feel like, 
how my clients feel totally. like when I go to see them. I'm like, oh, this is what it's like on the other end of a Popeye. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So it just, but you have to be relational. It has to be your thing. Mm-hmm. That's so and good. so for me, like calls are not really my thing. I make text messages, my calls. That's what I count as calls because I just don't, I mean, I can make a phone call and have a great time, but I really connect relationally better with people via Popeyes and client parties. Well, so as I look to 2021 with COVID especially, I have a few client parties planned for kind of towards the end of next year, but we'll see. But sure. really, it's just the highlights of this year going into it. So that's how I... Okay, can I... I, I want to ask you... Action. I want to ask you one question because I... So I've also, you know, been a database person for a lot of years. Um, and you know, did the Buffini thing, haven't stuck with it, but I still use the Buffini systems and philosophies for, you know, I've, I've used those for the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. I want to ask you this question that comes to me and I've answered it in my own way, but I want to hear you answer it as well. I've heard it said when people are in the process of converting to the Buffini way of doing business or, you know, they're, they're, they're dabbling in it, they feel really uncomfortable with some of these activities. You might hear them say, a Popeye, you know, my clients are gonna be weirded out by that. Or they feel uncomfortable with the level of relationship or even the concept of asking for a referral. What do you, what do you have to say about that process and what that switch can be like? And how did you overcome that? Um, so for me, I think what I would say to that is, First of all, you have to, it has to be something that's true to you. Like, mm-hmm. like I just said, like calls, I can make calls. I can chat with anybody. I chat with people in the elevator. Like I have a great time out in the world, but you have to do what speaks truly to you. And if you are not a relational person, then Buffini is probably not the system for you, huh. right? Like it's just as simple as that. Right. This is a very handshake, hugging, not lovey, weird, just like, like my clients become my friends, like legit. I see them in Walmart and I'm like, Oh my God, I can't, I'm so excited to see you. Like, yeah, totally. Like, right. So, yep. but I feel like it's about finding what speaks to you. Maybe it's client parties that you love. Right. Uh-huh. So now maybe you're hosting a virtual um, zoom beer meeting every Friday at the end of the month with your clients right now, because that's the only way you can get in touch with them right now or whatever. You sure. Know, like, yeah. Dog walks at the park. I don't know. Like whatever that looks like. <laughs> um, I don't know. But <laughs> um, if you know, if you're like, hey, I don't like seeing people. I don't want to do that. Maybe it's calls. Maybe you like to do calls. You can just sit in the office and pound up the phone calls. Be like, hey, yo, like your neighbor's sold, right? Yeah. Like, check yep. it out. Yep. Totally. So I think that there's. I think it's always coming back to looking at where you can provide value as a realtor in a way that makes sense for you. So for me, when I'm looking at that and ways to reach out to my clients or things to talk to them about. You know, in the beginning years, um, I didn't have that belief in myself that I brought as much value to the table as I did. Huh. I feel differently about that now. And I'm like, you bitches don't pay me enough. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I'm totally joking. Um, Jennifer but- Field, the most underpaid realtor in the entire Fraser Valley. <laughs> You should put that Um, on your email signature. I bet you people will like that. (laughs) Totally. You bitches don't pay me enough. (laughs) (laughs) But in those early years, you don't have that feeling, right? You're kind of like, man, like it's, there's a lot, there's a lot to know. There's a lot to do. Like there's a lot going on. So I always looked at it and went, okay, from 
if I'm looking to my financial advisor, mm-hmm. what do I want from him? What do I want Nelson, my guy, what do I want Nelson to bring to me? Hmm. Right. Yeah. And so then I look to my clients and go, okay, what do my clients want from me? They probably don't want a recipe card or like whatever that looks like. Right. Mm-hmm. So then if I'm going to call them, what can I, what can I bring to value of them? Like, am I going to have a few stats in the back of my mind that I'm like, Oh yeah, I can talk to them about this. If I call them, they ask about the market, because no matter what, as a realtor, wherever the hell you go, somebody's going to ask you about the market. Like it's always the case. Sure. Oh, I real estate. oh tell me about the market. Oh God, here we go. Like it's to the point where I've actually gone places and just not told people I'm a realtor. What do you do? Oh, I'm a barista. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't, cause I don't want to talk about real estate. Yeah. So, um, so I feel like when you can find things to bring value to the table, um, that are real estate specific, it makes you showing up at their door with a bottle of washer fluid, like not as weird. Like you're like, Hey, I just want to drop off. I was in the neighborhood. I saw your neighbor sold like two months ago or whatever, a month, like whatever, yeah. you know, this is what's going on. Or this is how many people sold in your neighborhood recently, or the market's not 10% last month or, you know, like whatever the stat is or mm-hmm. whatever the, you know, piece of value is. Don't make it like you knock on the door and you're like, so uh, what do you want to talk about? Like, <laughs> yeah, you got to come, you got to come with something. If you you got to come with something yeah. and some energy and some excitement. Like mm-hmm. people feed off of that. Like people are like, you know, especially now, especially now, everybody's mm-hmm. at home and they're bored out of their mind. Yeah. So, yeah, I just want to be at home bored out of my mind. But yeah. Hmm. So, what is post COVID? Like, you know, assuming we get out of these lockdowns or whatever you want to call them, what's a client mm-hmm. party that you're excited about or thinking about? Um. So, Wendy and I teamed up in the fall of this year, like in COVID, and we did a pie party at the office. So Wendy rolled up her, uh, C-class <laughs> gangster RV. <laughs> That's and, amazing. Uh, oh my God. It was awesome. We rolled out the awning. We set up a little table and we had about a hundred clients come by and grab a pie. This was, was last huge... fall or when was this? This was in, uh, whenever Thanksgiving is October. Like this was in COVID. So you just set up like a, a basically a pickup, Outdoor. a pie pickup. Yep. It was like drive oh, by, get a pie. Oh, great. Yeah, and it was super awesome, and we had such a huge response. And I've always said, because I've had a coach with Buffini now for about a decade, and I've always been like, we're Canadian, we don't do Thanksgiving. Like, I'm not giving a pie away. Like, forget it, nobody wants a damn pie. And, like, the pies, like, they were flying off the shelves. It was awesome. It was a really great event. But this is over, like, this is the other thing about it, is that when you start doing this system, if and when you choose to do that, or however you're going to start this business, it's, it's nothing, there is no overnight success. You know, there is no, all of a sudden you're doing a pie party and a hundred people show up. Like it's, that's not, it's like, this is for my business personally, this has been built over 15 years Totally working this and doing this and building the database and like, you know, like building those relationships and staying in contact. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, there's been a lot, I've had a lot of lean years. I had two kids in the middle of all of this. Like, you know, it's been, it's, it's awesome now but it's taken, a, it's taken a bit to get here. Uh-huh. So, but it's been a lot of fun along the way. So, I don't know. Yeah. I just, I just had right an now. analogy come to my head. Yeah. It's like, it's like, so, you know how when you make a soup and yes. you put all your ingredients in. Do you often make soup, Andrew? If my wife listens to this, she's going to be like, that's bullshit. <laughs> he doesn't make <laughs> soup. <laughs> Thankfully, she probably won't hear this. But... <laughs> 
I've been, I, hey, I've been around the kitchen when soup's getting made. Okay, let's put it, let's put it that way. So, if you, so if you put, if you cook the soup, you know, the soup's boiled or whatever, and like, let's say you start the soup in the afternoon, and then you know, you try the soup at like six o'clock. It's okay, but mm -hmm. the soup is actually good when it sits all night long and it steeps and all that goodness. And then the next right. day is really, really, and that is what you're talking about with your, you know, that that's the picture I had when, when you're talking about your business. Like even though right. the activities you're doing today are maybe very similar to what they were when you started, it's taken yeah. this time to marinate and steep and create all this delicious flavor until now totally. you've got what you got. You can't expect that in year one or year two. It takes time. Absolutely. And it's also about your mindset around it. Um, I get we all have bills coming in no matter what, but you have to look at this as like you're building a foundation. Like I have, you know, and I'm only coming to these, you know, epiphanies in the last couple of years uh -huh. where, you know, years previous, I thought to myself, God, do I even want to do this anymore? Yeah. Like I've just been doing it and doing it and doing it to not a lot of, you know, not huge success that I would have expected. Um, and not that I'm anywhere near huge success now, but I also recognize the fact of what my priorities are in my life um, with, you know, I don't want, I don't want to do, I don't want to be in the top 1%. Like I don't want to, uh -huh. I would rather do less and make more personally, uh -huh. you know, for me, a goal of, you know, somewhere around 30 deals a year that serves my family uh -huh. and it serves my business. I can, you know, take off every Friday. I can work four days a week. I can go away with my kids. I can ski a lot. We can go, you know, away in the summertime. Like this business to me is not, this is, it's a lifestyle and it's my business. Like I just, I don't want it to be my everything. Hmm, that's good. Okay. I got a, I got another question. I got a question that popped into my head. So you're a person who's got clear boundaries between work-life balance that can be challenging in a market like we've come through where all of a sudden, you know, if you've got a buyer looking for that particular property and that property pops and, you know, yeah. you got to get in it and that's in conflict with the boundaries you've created. How have you managed that uh, in the last few months? <laughs> okay. So um, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I take back everything I said. I slaved away. <laughs> That's good. So what I can say, like through a lot of this year, I mean, I remember driving down Harris towards Bradner. I had a, I had some property listed out there, and I was like, "Sweet mother of God, I haven't had a day off in three weeks." Like, there's been no, you know, every Friday with my kids. Like, oh, I got it so rolled out, perfect. Like, no, no, not at all. I was killing it. And also, you know, I'm looking at it going like I'm looking at my October, my goal, what my goal was, and what my actual income was. I did 185 percent of my goal. Wow. So, which is like, yeah, awesome. <laughs> but also I didn't have a day off in like three or four weeks. Right. So I feel like it's one of those things where, you know, you set the intention mm -hmm. and you have a little bit of grace with yourself. Totally. And you, w when you're, I remember, okay, this is going to go a little bit sideways here. I remember when I had my first child, when I had Ruby, um, yep. I was in labor for like 60 hours, like three days and oh in an emergency C-section and all these things. So, and like sold a house from the hospital bed. Like, like, <laughs> of course really he did. So seems yeah, easy. Right? Yeah. For both kids. Like it was really stupid. So anyway, but regardless, the um, side note, side I note, I also sold a house while my wife was in labor <laughs> and that was tough for me too. 
Oh, that was that was hard. Probably needed to go home and take a nap, like my husband. You know, it was it was mentally taxing, but I got through. <laughs> I learned a lot of life lessons from oh, it. It was good. God, you are you are just such a you know it's like such a guy. You're such a superstar. <laughs> I just your wife is one lucky lady. One hey, my lucky wife, lady. I I make those comments because I understand that ladies like my wife and you are rare, and uh, <laughs> I understand exactly where I am in the pecking order of life. So <laughs> I just like to run my mouth. That's all. That's right. So what I was going with this though was that one of the midwives said to me that when you're when you're nursing, relax your entire body. Like don't no like don't tense up your shoulders. Don't like totally relax. And mm-hmm. I've taken that into my business when when it's a downtime, just relax. Just relax and know that the business will come again. Like right now, so starting in about uh early December, my business got really quiet. And I'm grateful for it because I've had a lot of regeneration to do and a lot of prep for getting ready for the holidays to do as the matriarch of the family. Yeah. Um, that I'm like, thank God I'm not out showing houses. Thank God I don't have a, you know, roster of listings that I'm trying to manage right now. Mm-hmm. And and it's taken me this long to go, it's okay. Like, don't be stressed, just relax. Like just let your shoulders down. That's good. And enjoy those downtimes because those three or four weeks off through that fourth quarter, through that third quarter were hairy and chaotic and exhausting. And now it's, now it's time to rest. That was the sprint. And now you rest before we sprint again, because the next sprint is coming. Make no mistake, right? Mm -hmm. It's those rest run cycles that we need to appreciate when we're, when we're running, run, be with it. Don't make yourself wrong for it. Get after it. If you got to go show a house, you got to go show a house. That's life. Yeah, but but try and build in those times and 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 enjoy those rest times, like be in the rest time. Because hmm. for years and for a decade, you know, I was in the rest time, and I was looking to be in the run. Like I'm like, oh my god, the phone isn't ringing. I had to make the phone ring. And then right? did you felt you felt guilty, right? Oh, you feel guilt. I felt I'm pure exhaustion, mm-hmm. a, adrenal shot, hormones way out of balance. <laughs> all you're just grinding all the time. Right? You just totally. grind. You're just like, I'm gonna fuck I'm sorry. I'm gonna kill it. Like I'm just gonna right? Like that's yeah. all you are all the time is on go. Yeah. And you can't operate like that. You can't operate at such a high level all the time. Yeah. You burn out. That's where, oh yeah, I did fifty deals and then I did eight. <laughs> like Really? You did know, you like, have a fifty or, and then an no, eight? No, 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 I didn't. But I'm just saying but that, that's you know, that's you the extreme up and down. Business, yeah, and then mm-hmm. and you just can't maintain it. You just can't maintain that level, and nor should you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, what is is there something in twenty one? Like, is it, maybe this isn't a fair question, but is there is there one thing you're looking at saying I want to do that better than I did in twenty? Even though I know twenty was a weird year, but but is there is there something you're keen in on? Twenty. I had a great year in twenty. Like it was awesome. There was a lot of there were some dark spots for me in 20 when I, when we went into lockdown and I was at home with my kids for six weeks with no nanny or no help. And yeah. the phone isn't ringing and the stress is happening and all those things. But then May 1st hit and it was like all guns are blazing. Right. So, um, I had a great year in 20. Um, as I looked at 21, so it's funny, I just emailed Patty about this and had her send me my reports, but, um, I, one of the things that I'm really going to focus on this year is, uh, getting more referral checks in, so hmm. I send out, I have quite a network of realtors across the province of Canada and all over the United States as well that I've really worked on developing over the years. Yeah. And um, 
So for me, one of the things that's so wicked awesome is to get an email from Norina where it says, oh, here's a, you know, electronic funds transfer. Sure. What's this? Bonus money. <laughs> and it's like, right? So um, I own an investment property in Calgary and I use that to, you know, to pay for that investment, to pay that investment down is what I use my referral checks for. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah. So I um, am working towards increasing that this year. Uh, by like threefold kind of thing or th- I don't, th- times three. I don't know. I want more. <laughs> and so, so are I'm you gonna, like, is that a thing where you're trying to just hone in on more people who are going to be going to these different, moving to these different parts all over the place? Or how are you, what's your strategy to get more business there? Um, to get intentionally focused on looking for those opportunities and asking for the business. Just keeping your eyes right? open. Absolutely. Like yeah. I just, I am so, I, I get a little, um, I'm probably more, um, Mm, I don't know what the word is, uh, like universal, uh, like, you know, like connected to the divine. Like, I don't, I don't know how you want to say that. Like God, I don't, God can, like whatever. <laughs> you want to um, get in touch with something? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, like I, I believe more in like, I believe a lot in, not more. I believe a lot in when you set your intention and you put your focus there, the oh, universe delivers that. I get what you're design, trying to say. Yeah, God, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Totally. Like, totally. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's, um, so for me, it's about, okay, I'm going to write that goal down. You have to write that goal down. You can't just be like, Oh, I want to get more referral checks, but sure. like, you know, write it down in a specific and measurable way mm-hmm. and then look for those opportunities all the time. Like, you know, set that intention, you know, talk about it in the world. Like, you know, mm-hmm. Hey, do you know anybody move into uh, Nelson? I have this awesome realtor in Nelson. She's so great. Oh my God. I love her so much. Do you know anybody like, or, yeah. Oh, is there anybody moving to the Kootenays? Like, Oh, your buddy, you're moving to Kootenays? Oh my God, I got a great realtor for them. Hey, tell them to call me. What's their phone number? Oh, do they need to sell their house? Sure. Like, there's like, right? So to me, it's just about getting intentional about it. Yeah. There's nothing like, I mean, there are things that I'll do specifically about it. Like basically just building relationships with realtors in areas that I don't have relationships with realtors in. Right? Right. Yeah. So, so anybody, anybody can, can, can get their hands on a referral. If somebody were to walk up to you and go, Hey Jen, I have a family member who needs to sell a home in Edmonton. Can you hook us up with a realtor there? That's easy. What you're talking about is getting beneath the surface of the conversation and maybe digging out some substance from people that otherwise wouldn't have come up on its own. Correct? Absolutely. Yeah. That makes, that makes a lot of sense. And there's probably way more there than we think, but you don't know unless you dig. Well, and you know, Brian talks about Brian Buffini talks about you know acres of diamonds. You said it in you said it yesterday when you asked me about this podcast, and you yeah. said there's so much right beneath our feet. Yeah, and he talks about the book Acres of Diamonds and how I can't remember his name, uh, Aviv Kazad or whatever his name was. He sold his property, and it is now the world's largest diamond mine in the world. Mm-hmm. And he sold it with the intention to go find, you know, greener pastures kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. We have so much right beneath our feet. We have so much in our own sphere of influence, our own database, you know, in our own market that we can dig into. But you have to ask for it. You have to look for it. You have to get intentional about it. You can't just sit on your ass and wait for the phone to ring. Mm-hmm. I Maybe mean, you got to go knock on a door and give out some washer fluid. <laughs> That's the quote of... <laughs> That's the quote of the day right there. If you're not giving out washer fluid, you're screwed. You're, you're, you're going nowhere in this business. Makes that and that and hand warmers, because you know, that's what real people need. Hand warmers and washer fluid. So in November, I, I sent out hand warmers to my entire database because for one, I didn't want to drive around. 
but for two, I was like, it's so COVIDy right now. Like, let's just mail this shit. And uh, so we mailed it out. I got so much awesome feedback on that. So like, oh my god, I totally love these things. I was like, this is crazy. Like, this is. I like, are you like, talking hot. like those little hot pockets? Dude, I I sent out little hotties. Yeah, those are like, awesome. Was, those things are amazing. <laughs> I know. So, and I was rolling through Costco one day and I was like, yo, there were like 40 of them for like fifteen ninety nine. I was like, that's like 40 cents a piece. Load them into the truck. Let's go. Practical item. So, Very practical item. Yeah. So we sent them out and people loved them. They were like, oh, school monitor duty. I'll totally use these. And like, you know, all these different, you know, reasons people texted in to say thank you so much. So yeah, I think that, you know, just stuff like that, that you can come up with is always fun it's really good so does does pie rank higher than cake on your dessert chart or what where why did why was it pie because it was you, thanksgiving so oh, it was a pumpkin pie or an apple pie i see that makes sense it's tied to thanksgiving so but are you yeah. more of a pie lover than a cake lover or how does where does that oh buddy when it comes to desserts i'll take it off <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing I got no problem hitting the gym and like pushing the sleds and like doing all the squats and all the things. But when it comes to the food, I'm like, mm, I'll take two things. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I like, I like good quality dessert is pretty amazing. Yes, I agree. I yeah. love baking. So that's a bit of a problem as well. Mm. Hey, you're awesome. And I've had so much fun with you and I appreciate your time. Thanks buddy. Anytime. We will uh, connect again. Have a great holiday season and I'll uh, hope to bump into you in the new year. Yeah, we'll go for a run at the ski hill. Oh, that's what, yeah, we got to go skiing together. 100%. I'm done. Let's do it. Okay, sweet. See ya. Bye. Bye. There you go. Jennifer Field in the flesh. God, I love her. She's amazing. Tons of energy, so much focus. That girl knows exactly what she wants. And she is an absolute pleasure uh, to have around. And if you haven't connected with her before, um, shoot her a text. She's the real deal and she's all about helping people. Bye for now. Talk to you next time.